Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Yes, He Did. Many years ago, several miles above Milton, Pennsylvania, when the ice was breaking up, a farmer got into one of his boats in an attempt to pull it out of the river. While he was in it, 
a floating mass of ice struck the boat, breaking it loose from the bank and carrying it and the farmer out into the current. A neighbor happened to see the danger, he mounted a horse, and with all speed rode down to Milton. The people of the town gathered all the ropes they could secure, went out in the bridge, and suspended a line of dangling ropes from the bridge over the river. They could not tell at just what point the boat with the farmer would pass under, so they put a rope down every two or three feet across. By and by, the farmer was seen, cold and wet, standing in the boat, half full of water, drifting down the rapid current. When he saw the ropes dangling within reach, he seized the nearest and was drawn up and saved. One rope might not have answered the purpose. It might have been the wrong place when he came by. There might have not been time to get it into the right spot. Pastors, Sunday school teachers, and other Christian workers hang out the rope of salvation from the pulpit or from their Sunday school class week after week. But some of the unsaved in the church never seen to get near enough to grasp it. And what of those who are not even in the church service or in the Sunday school classes? Who is going to hang out a rope for them? This is a responsibility of the Christian businessman, the high school student who loves the Lord Jesus Christ, the mother who comes in contact with other mothers during the week, the factory workers, and every other believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. We all have to hang out the rope of salvation because we may be the only Christian some unbelievers will ever come in contact with. The ropes held out by others cannot help them if they are never where they are. Are you hanging out your rope? Are you telling others about the Lord Jesus Christ? Listen now as John and Penny Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, I've Found It. Sin and give me life within I find. 
Viewer listed during the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for our services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 6.45, we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us on the piano this wonderful song, Draw Us With Your Love.
Some time ago, a troubled eight-year-old boy wrote a letter to God, addressed it to heaven, stamped it, and mailed it. The message. Dear God, what is it like to die? Nobody will tell me. I just want to know. I don't want to do it, your friend Michael. The letter wound up in the dead letter office. And Michael, like many others, is still wondering what the answer is. If there is life after death. The late Bishop Pike said a few weeks before he died, it bears no relationship to the old heaven or hell concept. Bishop Pike believed that he had communicated on 12 occasions through three spiritual mediums with his dead son, who had committed suicide. And he said that James Jr. had conveyed to him the knowledge that one can, in the hereafter, nurse one's grievances and become even more hateful after death than he was in life. Or as in the case of my son Jimmy said, to put this in its most simplest form, one can go upward from a deep, almost gnashing of teeth agony to a state of serene knowledge. Ruth Montgomery, who for years had been going around in mystic circles, was the author of two bestsellers, A Gift of Prophecy and Here and Hereafter. For a while after retiring to Mexico, she did some writing. Then the famed medium Arthur Ford died and she felt a strong urge to go to her typewriter. There she claimed that Ford began communicating with her via automatic writing. He dictated and she transcribed for 15 minutes every morning for the next five months. And he told her what life was like on the other side. Among other revelations, he said, everything exists in the spirit world just as it does in ours as though patterns. Departed souls need only think of seeing another soul or a beautiful beach or a lush green lawn and their thoughts instantaneously react to whatever they wish to project. Along with Pike, Ford said, there is no promised land, no harps or angels, no fiery hell. The only judgment is self-judgment. A soul seeking re-entry into a physical body must first clear his choice of his parents with what is referred to as a heavenly computer. Nothing dies, Ford tells Ruth. All souls have existed from the beginning of creation and have an infinite number of lives, each of which is little more than a flash of lightning in duration. Some formable souls are already reincarnated living among us today. All this information dictated through the late medium and much more had been put by Ruth Montgomery in a book entitled A World Beyond. It is absolutely amazing the length that people will go to and the fantastic ideas that they will come up with when one comes to life after death. All they have to do is go to the Word of God and find out from God Himself what He wants us to know. The Bible is the only book that speaks with divine authority on the subject of death and hereafter. As we study it, we will find that all we have to do is to be saved and let the Lord Jesus Christ guide us through this life. We will find out firsthand about heaven when we get there. Listen now as the McClellan Harris family sing for us his song entitled, My God, My Savior.
Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the other sheep. John chapter 10, verse 16. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. The Lord Jesus Christ clearly states in John 10, 16, these words, other sheep I have. Who is the shepherd? Who are the sheep? Who are the other sheep? Can we clearly and biblically identify them? Before we study and analyze John chapter 10, verse 16, to identify the other sheep, let's study and understand the overall context of John chapter 10. John chapter 10, verses 1 to 21, is the discourse on the Good Shepherd. John chapter 10, verses 9, and then verse 11. I am the door. And if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. The Lord Jesus Christ is the door. The Lord Jesus Christ is the good shepherd. There are not many ways to God. There is but one way. John fourteen six. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. The Lord Jesus Christ is the good shepherd. And what does the good shepherd do for his sheep? He lays down his life. A hireling is a hired person. A hireling is a person who only works for pay with little or no concern for the value of the work. So if a wolf comes, the hireling will take off thinking of his own safety and having no concern for the safety of the sheep. Truly, Psalm 22, Psalm 23, Psalm 24 form a trilogy. A trilogy is a group, a series of a group of three plays, novels, operas, that although individually complete and closely related in time, sequence, or the like. Psalm 22 is the Good Shepherd. Psalm 23 is the great shepherd, and Psalm 24 is the chief shepherd. Psalm 22, you have the good shepherd. John chapter 10, verse 11, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Psalm 22, verse 1, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? The words, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me, were one of the seven sayings of the Lord Jesus Christ from the cross. Matthew chapter 27, verses 45 and verse 46. Psalm twenty-two, fifteen, and Psalm twenty-two, eighteen state these words. My strength is dried up like a potsherd; My tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. And truly, those verses of Scripture are speaking of the cross. They are speaking of the crucifixion, of a Roman crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 22 is the cross of Christ, the good shepherd laying down his life for the sheep. In fact, if you outline Psalm 22, verses 1 to 21, deal with the cross, and then in beginning in verse 22, there's going to be a change, and it's speaking of resurrection. Psalm 23, the, the great shepherd. That's Hebrews chapter 13, ver, verse number 20. The great shepherd cares for his sheep. Psalm 23, verses 1 and 2. 
The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Psalm 24 is the chief shepherd. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 4. And the chief shepherd will return. This is speaking of the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, not the rapture of the church, the body of Christ. This is the second coming of Christ, and he will reward his faithful servants. Psalm 24, verses 7 and verse number 8. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. And who is the King of glory? He is the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. So we're going to continue this study on the Good Shepherd, and then really coming down to John chapter 10, verse 16, where it speaks of other sheep I have. Who, who are the other sheep? We need to understand this discourse that we see in John chapter number 10 on the Good Shepherd. Again, if you have any questions about our study or any other questions or Bible verses that you'd like to be studied in light of the Word of God rightly divided, please contact Pastor Stewart at the Altoona Bible Church. The church's phone number is 942-2131. Or you can email me at altoonabible at altoonabible.org because we need to understand God's Word. We need to understand it in light of the Word of God rightly divided. Remember, what's what we've been looking at this series because we understand there's two programs. The prophetic program, God dealing with the nation of Israel. And the mystery program, God dealing with the church, the body of Christ. Why is this so important to understand the word of God? Rightly divided. Because many people could say, this is what the Bible says. But if you don't rightly divide the word of truth, you're taking verses of scripture out of context. Romans chapter 3, verse number 28. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? You need to look within your heart of hearts. Do you know where your death will lead you? Will it lead you to an eternal glory, to the eternal heaven, absent from the body and present with the Lord? Or will it lead you to an eternal damnation? Only you can answer that. You need to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late. Because if you die without the Lord, then you're going to be at the great white throne judgment, and you're going to be cast in the lake of fire forever. Won't you trust Him right now, and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. been listening to join the morning from the altoona bible church we trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast it is our prayerful desire that you know the lord jesus christ is your personal savior so until we meet again by radio this is pastor Stuart mcclellan wishing you god's best for now and for eternity in my heart.